This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, we are about to start this week's podcast, but first, I would like to thank this week's sponsor, Thinks, period-proof and patriarchy-proof underwear designed to hold up to two tampons worth of blood. Now, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, don't get grossed out because this is just a natural part of life. Every woman goes through this every month. And you know what? For me personally, I don't want to have to change my wardrobe. I don't want to not be able to wear my cute white skirts because I'm worried I'm going to leak on them. No, thank you. So I wear thanks. Angel wears thanks. We are obsessed with thanks because they're really cute. Guys have no idea that they are period underwear because they're super thin. They're lacy. They're really cute. They look just like my lingerie. And it's got four layers of tech that makes them antimicrobial, moisture-wicking, absorbent, leak-resistant. You can wear them just as a backup. You can wear them on your light days. You can even wear them on your heavy days. It's really up to you. They're designed to keep you dry all day long, and I love them. You will love them too. I guarantee we are obsessed. And if you are curious, because we know you are, get $5 off your order with the code SINGLE. That's S-I-N-G-L-E at checkout. Now let's start the show. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. And every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is couples costumes are spooking your boo. Because it's almost Halloween, guys. Yeah. We're getting oh, spooky. Yeah. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, the surprising porn straight men are watching, and how we are hypocrites when it comes to cheating. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, Angela, how was your week? Um, It's been pretty good, you know, prepping for Halloween, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, I found out though, I have a new roommate, you know, I have a ever revolving door of, of roommates in my home. Yeah. You live in a frat house. Right. And my new roommate, uh, recently got real personal with us and he told us that when he wants to transition into like the bedroom with a girl, his go-to line is, I want to know how you taste. Oh my God. And I was like, I don't like that. Not into that at all. I mean, I think that that's weirdly the kind of line. I'm glad that you're not into it also. I was like, maybe it's me. I mean, I'm into that if I'm already hooking up with somebody maybe. Yeah. And then, and then they're like, oh my God, I want to like know how you taste. I'm like, oh yeah, like taste me. But like if a guy was trying to get me in bed and saying, I want to know how you taste, I would not be into it. I think it's the kind of thing that like, there's 10% of the population that could really deliver that line in a sexy way. But if you don't own it, it can be really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like maybe Brad Pitt. No, yeah. not even Brad Pitt. Uh, well, yeah, Brad Pitt's, Brad Pitt's off, kind of on the outs. The records. But yeah, yeah, like, I don't know, Michael Fassbender. Ew, not my, not for me. Well, I like him, but I feel like I feel like he, he has a good accent too. He could say it. And also, just to be clear. Maybe a British uh, accent. He's not talking about how your mouth tastes. Just uh, so we're all on the same page. Thanks for clarifying that, Angela. Uh, I, I got that much. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why it's such a, dif- a difference to me if he would say it while we're hooking up versus saying it like before we're yeah. hooking up. But I would be super grossed out. Like at a bar. Yeah, no, thank you. Right? Yeah. He was like, what What if your guy had said that to you? I'd be like, we wouldn't be here right now. I would have set myself on fire because... That would have been horrible. Yeah. Um, Not into that. <laughs> that's my week. How's yours? Well, I still can't get over what happened to us a couple days ago, Angela, and I would like to talk about it on the podcast. So Angela yeah. and I, we were walking to the subway together and we're coming out of this bar that's by my house and a bunch of guys come out and they're like tough looking guys. And, and, uh, and one of them says, like, right this way, mama, and, like, kind of, like, points. Right. And I was – we had just been reading, like, a bunch of articles about Trump, and we had been just reading, like, all of this degrading stuff about women right. and how – We were really upset about misogyny. And we were. Patriarchy. We were very upset about it. So I was on edge, right? So then this, like, group of, like, guys – and I couldn't even – I didn't even get a good look – I just kind of saw it out of the corner of my eye and just as Angela and I walk by and I'm looking good. I'm like about to go out for the night. I'm like right. in high heels and stuff. Right this way, mama. And I'm like thinking like right this way towards your dick. Oh, hell no. Oh, no, you didn't. And I was like 
So Laura uh, screamed at them. So I scream and I go, fuck you, misogynistic pig. Bet you're voting for Trump, aren't you? I was right. just like, I don't know where it came from. Which but, like I would normally have been very proud of Laura. Right. But and and you know what? There's been so many times where guys have like heckled me from cars mm-hmm. or like oh hey why don't you smile that's oh that one makes me want to punch worse. someone in their balls why don't you smile uh you know what how about you go fuck yourself that's what i want to say yeah then i'll smile that is so demeaning like just this idea that oh women are supposed to just be like cheerful little housewives with like a pie do you want me to also have like a pie in my hand like i i'm i don't even have I mean, maybe I have resting bitch face. Maybe I, I don't think I do. I don't no, know. I but mean, it, I'm just it, walking it, through life. We would live in a weird world if everybody just walked around like smiling for yeah. no damn reason. Or like, hey, look at that ass. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is. I've had. Lots, and I, and I just. Had. And you just keep your head down because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to get shot or whatever <laughs> i just don't want anything bad or to you just don't you don't want to engage because then they might follow you or whatever you it's don't, just being a woman there are a lot of shitty things you have to deal with yeah and you don't know how to deal with them i don't know what the whether what the correct thing to do is i don't know whether i should be sticking up for myself whether i should keep my head down and just ignore them and just move through life with people yelling things at you like these are the things that you go through as a woman but that night i was not having it i was I had been reading enough articles, so I so I screamed like "fuck you, misogynistic pig." I bet you're voting for Trump too. Like I don't think so. Then we walk a little farther, and Angela goes, "Why did you just scream that at that old man?" And I was like, "Wait, <laughs> old man, this story is all about perception." And because... I was like, "Wait, that w-. he was like, yeah, he was with his mom, and there was a big group, but it was they were kind of old, and he was with his mom." And I was like, "Oh my." god he was saying right this way mama <laughs> to his to likely his mom and i was like are you sure are you sure there was like an old lady? yeah there was like an old lady with him I'm like are you sure he was talking to that old lady angela's not positive i'm not positive to be fair he could have been a misogynist or he was a very good son and either I- way he got an experience that night. <laughs> oh my god i was like great the one time that i decide to stick up for all Womankind and myself, mostly just right. myself. That's not screaming. Fuck you, misogynistic is not necess- misogynistic pig is not necessarily the most mature way to stick up for womankind by any means. I mean, he might, you know, had he actually been catcalling, then he might have rethought the next time he tried to do that. He was. That's what I was hoping. You know, like he's like, I don't want to get yelled at again. That was embarrassing. But then I just can't get out of my head. What if this was an older fella with his <laughs> even older mom saying, "Right this way, mama," and my brain? Because as we move through the world, we perceive the same experiences in very different ways. <laughs> yeah. What is one experience for me? You, your brain might perceive it to be very differently. What I heard, what the, what my ears told my brain was right this way mama like to my dick right what's actually really funny about this though is this is not the first time that this has happened to you and i when we were walking down the street together there was another time when when you chose to speak out i was and that time this this is what freaking sucks every time i try to speak out and either either speak out for myself or speak out for my friend support my friend i end up fucking it up Right. So one time Laura and I were walking and these guys in, I think like a FedEx truck were screaming at us and we couldn't understand what they were saying. And Angela was in like a cute little dress. Yeah. And he was like, hey, you, hey, you. What were they? Right. They were like, I, hey, I, hey, hey, like yeah. trying to get our attention. So Laura was like, I'm going to call your boss and get you fired, you pig or whatever she was saying. Yeah. I don't think I called Which, him a pig. Or, I think I only called this old man helping his mama pig right i think i was like fuck you i'm gonna get you fired like right. i see your license plate like 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 i thought that they were hackling us and like uh-huh. kind of stalking us like following us in their truck and then they like looked confused and wouldn't stop and i just kept screaming like get the fuck away from us and then it turned out that my dress <laughs> was pulled up over my butt by my purse by accident and they were trying to tell me pull down your dress <laughs> Her dress was like stuck in her underwear. Yeah. You could like, she was walking around Manhattan. Luckily, I, I think I had tights on, so it wasn't like too revealing, but it was still a whole lot of ass. It was a whole lot of ass. And these poor guys were trying to help Angela and they got t- completely told off by me. 
Well, you know. It's just hard. What do you when, do? When like, you see a man shouting at you from a truck, you assume it's not for good reasons. And that's what's so sad and what's so wrong that that is your first instinct and first mm-hmm. assumption. Like if I'm walking with my friend in high heels, why does my brain instinctively just assume that I'm being heckled? Why when Angela and I are walking down the street of Manhattan and there's guys yelling at us in a truck. We obviously like assume they're harassing us and that sucks that that's our, our brains go to, but it's based on experience. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. And I really hope that we can change this because a lot of guys don't do that. A lot of guys are respectful. And, but in those opportunities, both of those guys were respectful, nice guys trying to help a mother out, trying to help right. Angela not walk around with her ass hanging out. Right. And they got screamed at because there are other guys that that are not so polite mm-hmm. to women. And so it's unfortunate for the guys that, that are polite. Women assume they're being harassed. Yeah. It's not a compliment when you catcall. No. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for everyone. So anyways, I'm still mortified, but mm-hmm. I'm getting over it. Yeah. And you're helping I'm sure, me. I'm sure he's also getting over it. I don't Yeah. I feel so bad. All right. You ready to talk about what's in the news? Yeah. Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Okay. So I have been reading about the fact that way more straight men watch gay porn than you might have guessed. This is truly shocking to me. Yes. So I I just assumed and by gay porn, they don't mean lesbian porn. No, they mean uh, guy on guy porn. I knew that guys were into girls hooking up with each other. I did not think that straight guys were into watching gay porn. I just didn't. Well, it's it's, I mean, the article. So it was on the Frisky written by Becca Grimm, which is good. Halloween last name. Um, And they kind of get into that whole like double standard of how like if a girl watches girl on girl porn you're not like that's gay but if a guy watches guy and guy porn a lot of people are like mm, is he gay yeah know. why is that because there's just like this this Double idea standard? that like female sexual fe- females can be sexually fluid that's like more accepted in our society than the idea of man being sexually fluid but they totally can be fluidity works both ways yeah so in this new study that was performed by Dr. Martin J. Downing, they dived into the porn watching habits of uh, 821 gay, straight, and bisexual men, and they found that 21% of the heterosexual men surveyed say they've watched same-sex porn in the past, same-sex male porn in the past six months. That is just surprising to me. And not in like a bad way. I just would never have guessed that. But I think... You know, maybe it's the kind of thing where because society doesn't accept it, like men don't maybe talk about it. They're like nervous to talk about that particular preference. What's surprising to me is I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if the study said that straight men had watched gay porn at some point in their life because maybe they're mm-hmm. curious about it. They they watch it, whatever. But the fact that they watched it within the last six months shows that this is like a habitual thing. Right, right. But I mean, I think like... It's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's completely fine. Like, I watch said, all types of porn. What type of porn do you watch? Um, I mean, I feel like I'm into a little role playing. Oh. I like a story. I like a good story. I tried... Like, I am into role playing actually in bed, but then I tried to watch this role playing one... I don't know, a couple months ago was like a teacher thing. And I was just like not into it when they're like trying to like act so much. Well, yeah, they're not. Yeah. But I'm literally the opposite. Like the teacher thing I think is really fun to watch. But like if my boyfriend tried to like really, hey, little girl, like come to the principal's office, I would be like, no, I no, go. I got to take a shower. Goodbye. Yeah. I mean, I've never (laughs) I've never I say I'm into it. And yet like we've never actually done it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like I think I like the idea of it like I would want him to do it but Nick is like you he gets weirded out by it well you and Nick are like the same person yeah we are he gets he gets, and like, I, weirded I totally out. feel Nick on this one and I'm like and I don't oh. want to be that way for the record but I just can't I mean just it's too funny to me like I'll just laugh that's how he is and it's totally fair in my head I'm like oh, I must be so into role-playing porn like oh why won't he do it and then I guarantee you if he actually offered to do it I would just start laughing and would be like, this is weird. Let's just start making out and be romantic. Right. Yeah. I think if he wants to shut me up, he should just try to do it. Well, good luck with that. Um, 
<clears throat> but, you know, anybody that thinks that this statistic is weird, just remember that Pornhub has recently released their numbers and they said that lesbian porn is the most popular among women. So why wouldn't gay male porn be the most popular among men? It's not the most popular, but popular. That doesn't surprise me. It just doesn't. I, like, I, I usually typically watch lesbian porn. Yeah. If, if, I, mean, I mean, I don't, I'm not watching porn all the time. And if people are, that's fine. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying, Don't worry. Nobody thinks. I don't know. It. It's because a lot. I don't know. I just, a lot of the time, it's like very degrading. I don't like when they like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's complicated being yeah. a feminist and having a relationship with pornography. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's complicated. But another fun statistic, though, is the same study found 55% of gay male participants have watched heterosexual porn, which is a really high number. Oh, yeah, that's very high. I wonder why. It just goes to show, like, you can get off with anything. Yeah, there's, like, a disconnect from your genitals to your brain sometimes. Yeah. Uh, And that's uh, that's what's new in porn news. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Sure. What are you reading? I am reading Glamour Magazine. I read this story by Susanna Weiss, and Mm. it was all about cheating and how we are hypocrites when it comes to cheating. Now, Mm. she was writing about a study that was in social science research. So the Pennsylvania State University researchers asked over 8,000 people who were married or who were cohabitating in heterosexual relationships if they've ever slept with someone else. Now, one in four said cheating had taken place in the relationship, and that's just the people who had either done it or knew their partners had, and men were more likely to report cheating. Women were more likely to report their partners cheating. Um, But what was interesting was, When a person's significant other confessed to cheating, regardless of gender or relationship type, the relationship was more likely to end than when there was no cheating. That shouldn't surprise you. However, when when a person was the one cheating but did not confess it, the relationship was not more likely to end than if nobody had cheated at all. So the point is... I got to think about that one. Okay, okay. So (laughs) let me explain a little easier. So let's say we're in a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. You cheat and I know about it the relationship is very likely to end. Right. If you cheat and I do not know about it, the relationship is no more likely to end than if you had never cheated. So the point is, is like, if, if you find out, if I find out that you cheat, I, there's, it's going to be very hard for me to trust you. Right. If I cheat myself, I, I am probably going to, the relationship could last. Hmm. So it's kind of like, the, well, it's because you can fill in the blanks of the unknown, I think. It's like, if you cheat, you're like, well, I cheated, but I, I still really love this person. And I know that. But like, if a person cheats on you, you're like, well, I, I don't know if they love me. They can say they love me, but I don't know how they yeah. feel. So it makes sense. So this is what the author of the study, Michelle Frisco, said. Our research suggests that if young adults can get away with cheating, they are not likely to leave their partner. However, if they discover infidelity in their partner, they exercise far less tolerance. So people seem to prefer to play the cheater over being cheated on. And that makes sense, even if it's very depressing, is what the article said. And I just find this so Mm -hmm. fascinating. So it's like, if you can cheat and get away with it, then like your relationship could last. And that's what Mm -hmm. the study is saying. And that is something I would have, I, I, I never would have thought I would have thought yeah. like if you're gonna if you're willing to cheat on somebody like your relationship is probably about to crumble anyways because there's not a strong foundation if you you know and you hear the saying once a cheater always a cheater is something we hear a lot and this study is kind of saying that that's not the case and I find that to be fascinating well, and kind of breaking the structures of what we've been told probably an important factor though is like why you cheated and how you feel about the cheating you know like i'm sure it's not across the board like your relationship's going to be fine but if you if it was like an accident and you know you're never going to do it again but what does accident mean like, i don't if know you, what accident if means somebody accidentally if somebody kisses you at a bar and it takes you two seconds to push them off that's one thing but yeah accident if, if, is a poor choice of words maybe okay how fucking someone this is scenario never an accident what if it's like, no, definitely not an accident, but what if it's like you are new into the relationship and maybe you hook up with your ex, like maybe you had some unfinished business oh, like there it's early on and then it happens and then you're like, ugh, I should not have done that. I regret doing it. I really like this new person. I'm never going to do it again. 
I guess I could see that. All I, feel I like can it's say, all circumstantial. All I can say is, I mean, Nick would never cheat. I would never cheat. I just hope that he never listens to this podcast and doesn't hear about this study because this study is basically saying like if you could cheat and get away with it, like your relationship might last is basically what this is saying. And it makes sense you that have people better odds. Yeah, it's I mean, what I found fascinating is that the study is saying that people prefer to play the cheater over being cheated on. I just don't think I could ever live with that guilt. No, I think either. that I think that my relationship would crumble if I ever cheated and didn't tell him because I could not live with that guilt. I, I can't, I can't lie about anything. Like if I, if I like, if I buy like the expensive kombucha, I have to tell him, <laughs> I'm like, I bought the $7 kombucha. I'm sorry. I know I should have bought the $4 kombucha. Like I can't lie about anything. But on the flip side, I definitely don't think I could be in a relationship with a cheater. Like being that other person that was cheated on. That's no. like, no go for sure oh 100 percent. if i found out that i was cheated on i i don't i don't think i mean you never know till you're in that situation and you find out but yeah i don't think i could i could deal with it it's pretty much bad either way if you're thinking about cheating i mean probably don't do it probably don't do it or just break up with the person and then go hook up with that other bitty and then if you realize that like you wish you were back with the other person like maybe it's too late Maybe they've moved on. Maybe right, they're that's not going to risk you take. Yeah, maybe they're not going to trust you that you left them and went to wanted to date around and like see your other options. But maybe think, they shouldn't trust you. But maybe that's what's the fair thing to do. Yeah. All right, Angela, we're going to jump into our mailbox. But first, let's thank another one of our sponsors. We would like to thank Framebridge.com. This is a new sponsor for us, and I am so excited about it because I take big, huge pride in my gallery wall that you see when you walk into my apartment. And you can have one too. Do you have a thousand photos living in your phone and not a single one in a frame? Now you can get those memories off your phone and on your wall with framebridge.com. Are your walls empty? Make them look good. It's so easy. Just go to framebridge.com, choose the frame or let their designer help you choose. Upload your photo from your computer or directly from Instagram. Preview your photo online in the frame you choose. And guess what? All shipping is free. They're going to help you have one of those beautiful gallery walls. I have two gallery walls that Framebridge helped me out with. I have one that's a bunch of travel photos that I took. And then I have another gallery wall that's all pictures of me, me and my dog, me and Nick. I call that my narcissist wall. But you know what? I'm going to own it. I'm going to own that wall. Uh, Get started today framing your photos or your art. Go to framebridge.com and use the promo code SINGLE. We are hooking it up with an additional 15% off your first order just go to framebridge.com promo code single framebridge.com promo code single and hey send us a picture of your cool new gallery wall we like to see it we like to be a part of your lives all right let's get back to the show and jump into the mailbox angela what do we have in the mailbox this week we have an email from madge and madge i love your name Madge writes, I'm a pretty naive girl in my late 20s with a penchant for overanalyzing and quick judgment. That was so French Yeah, I said it. I don't even know if it's a French word. Penchant. <laughs> penchant. Um, that's how I would normally say it. Uh, she says, I hate going out. So I recently started online dating in an effort to meet someone special. I've been talking to this one guy in particular. However, he has almost no social media presence. While he has a Facebook profile, information on it is very limited. Is there some? Is this something you would consider a red flag? Oh, this reminds me of my friend that we talked about, I don't know, a few podcasts ago or yeah. a while ago, who was dating somebody who had basically no trace online. And sure enough, it turned out that he was lying about a lot of things. He was lying about where he lived, where he worked. It was crazy. But I also don't mean that, I don't think that it necessarily means that this guy is crazy because he does have a Facebook. There's just limited information, which I know a lot of private people. What I want to know is he could have you set on like a very private setting on Facebook. So Mm -hmm. you don't have access to a lot of his stuff and that's a possibility. So I would like to know how long you've been dating him because I would understand that if it's only been a few months, it's very early on in the relationship and you add him on Facebook and he doesn't want to deny you because that would be weird. You're 
just started dating, but maybe he's also not sure how long it will last and he doesn't want you to have access to like everything about his family and just quite yet. Then I could understand it, but I, I would want to know. And, and does he not have an Instagram or he doesn't have a Twitter? He must have a LinkedIn. Like you just need to have in today's day and age, like unless somebody is in like the CIA or witness protection, like people have some kind of online presence. They just do. Right. But that's why, because he has the Facebook, I'm not too concerned. If there was nothing, I'd be like, that's weird. But is it weird that his information is so limited? Like, can she see who his friends are? Like, that's weird if she can't even see who his friends are. Yeah, but I do know people that have those Facebook settings, and I I don't know why they're so private, why they care that people can't see their friends it or is, can't can't see their pictures. Like my my boyfriend, you can't see any of his tag pictures on his Facebook, and I'm like, why are you a secret agent? But he just feels weird about I it. I have it set so that I have to approve pictures that I'm tagged in because yeah. I'm sick of people posting like old pictures from high school like i don't want i don't want some accidental like kegger shot of me from <laughs> from like college where i look right. like shit being posted on facebook so i have to approve them i i guess i don't know i feel conflicted about this because on one hand i think like in today's day and age like you should be able to find out like a, a certain decent amount of stuff about somebody just to make sure that they're not lying um but on the other hand like why does our society have this expectation that we have to put all of our information online for everybody to see also gives me a whole hell lot of anxiety. And especially with like identity theft and like fraud, like the people that have less information are probably smarter, to be honest. They're probably a lot smarter than me, you know? Yeah. Like if I was smart when I go on vacation, I should not wait to, I should wait to post those pictures until I get back. And I don't know, the more I read, I'm probably going to start to do that. So don't think you can break into my house, bitches, because you just can't. Um, also, please don't. Because <laughs> it wouldn't be nice. And it would really, I would just die inside and feel so violated. But um, And also, I, I mean, what does he do for a job? Maybe he's afraid he's one of his employers to see him posting like crazy pictures on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I would just say like, make sure like if you go to his house and stuff, just, just make sure he's lives where he says he lives and he has friends like meet in public. Yeah, exactly. So, so good luck. Let us know. Not a definite red flag. Yeah. I'm, I'm open to him. Yeah. I'm open. I don't know if that advice was very helpful, but (laughs) I, I, I I do, I do hate the expectation we have that everybody has to put everything about themselves online. Also just make sure they are who they are and just use your instinct and, Ask your friends and yeah, let us know what happens, Madge. Yeah. Now we have a question from Anonymous. Anonymous writes, my friend, not a super close friend. You always say anonymous as if it's like the person's name. Like they are <laughs> hey, anonymous. An- they are anonymous. It's not Anani. like it's not like we have a message from Jane Doe. Like an- they are. Like, it makes me feel more like they're a person and not an entity. Okay. All right. But they are anonymous. They not. Their name is not. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Although that would be a fun baby name. Sorry, I'm just picking on you. Uh, no, it's cool. Me, me and my girl, Nani. Uh, she says, <laughs> my friend, not a super close friend that I've known my whole life has just started dating a guy from London, England. La la, I love yeah. accents. We, we live in Alaska. I have no clue how to handle this. What do you mean? I don't what know. do you mean? Your friend's dating someone from London. Like, you, it, this does not affect you so far. You're also not super close friend. I don't know. I don't know. Anon. Okay. We're going to keep reading. Um, she says, I want to be happy for her, but as a single person, I'm also a little sad. Okay. I, that's fair. Yeah, we yeah. all, we all feel, we can all feel a little sad and we don't want to admit this because we want to be happy for people, but, right. but that's big of you to admit that. Right. Um, she says, I don't want to feel resentment, but I kind of wish it was me dating an amazing guy from England. Okay. Well go find one. Also, just cause he's from England doesn't mean he's amazing. I know it seems exotic, but he could be there. There's dickheads in England too. There's dickheads everywhere, but I, I love a good accent. Sure. But definitely you don't want to feel resentment. Okay. Go on. Okay. So yeah, she has a few questions. She says, how can I talk with my friend about this? How you can- don't, <laughs> you don't, you're happy for them. You, if you have, Oh my God. All right. All right. This is getting worse. By the yeah. Minute. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, how can I handle this to preserve our friendship? What do you mean? All right, okay, girl. Hold up. hold up. 
you can finish this in a second. What do you mean preserve your, your friendship is going to be ruined because your friend is happily dating someone from another country? What are you, are you insane? (laughs) First of all, yeah. All right. I was on board with you when you admitted to feeling a little sad that your friend was dating. Which is totally normal. Yes. When your friend was dating someone from, from London and all happy, I thought that was like brave of you to admit that he was sad. Then you started talking about resentment. Okay. Yeah. Don't feel resentment because you wish it was you. It's, it's okay to subconsciously have those feelings, but know that they're not reasonable and that they're not valid and that that's not fair to your friend. And you don't talk to him about this. You'd never talk. How can I handle this to preserve our friendship? What are you gonna say? Hey, I, I wish you weren't dating that person because I wish it was me because I'm, I am the snow white evil witch and I want like (laughs) all the beauty and everything for me. I want to like suck up all your happiness. Now you know why she was anonymous. Um, also I would say like if you notice your friendship starting to change because of the presence of this guy, then maybe you have a leg to stand on. You have a conversation like, Oh, like you've been like not talking to me or whatever, but like nothing. What do you mean? I don't understand. Like she's saying, uh, how do we preserve our friendship? If she, does she mean like, I think because like, sometimes your friendships do change when a person in the friendship starts dating somebody because yeah, but it shouldn't they're be dividing their of, time. It shouldn't be because of jealousy. If, right. if I had a friend that I noticed at all started changing the way that they were with me because I got married or because I'm in a relationship and like they were jealous of me, who would want to be friends with a person like that? I would run for the hills. Right. So, okay. She has more, more to say. She says, I just feel upset that I didn't know about this guy when they first started dating. It's not your right to know about it. Yeah. And you know about it now. It sounds like it's still a pretty new relationship. Yeah. Your friend has no, she is, first of all, at the top, you said they're not super close. Mm -hmm. Your friend in no capacity has to tell you anything. Just so you know. Okay, good. Sorry, ahead. sorry to pick on you a little bit, anonymous, but we're we give, we, we we love you. We're giving you tough love because you you're acting a little silly, okay? uh, bitch, a bitch. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay, not only that, but my friend had suggested a few weeks ago that she wanted to host a costume party. I started helping her with the party. That and was then, nice of you. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And then realized after I got involved in the planning that the party is for her guy from England. Cool. Is there a way to get out of helping with the party or even attending the party, but still keeping her as a friend? Okay. This is where I'm jumping off the train. Wh- why do you, you don't want to go to the party just because her boyfriend's coming? Also, you don't like, what is wrong with you? You sound like the most selfish, self-involved, self-centered person that I've ever met to not be happy for your friend. And you don't want to help her with the party because her new boyfriend that she's excited about is coming to the party. First of all, I, I, I mean, I hope he doesn't even set you up with any of his friends because you honestly sound kind of selfish. I, and I've never hey, been. Hey, I, all right. Let's not name call. I not name call. Angela. <laughs> no, no. I mean, Angela, I'm telling you, I'm, I am. Hope I'm giving her a, a wake up call because this is crazy behavior. Second of all, he, he what if he was bringing his other friends from England? Like maybe you would meet somebody and you could both be happy. But at the bare minimum, you should want your friend to be happy. If you're that was nice of you to offer to help her with her party. I maybe you're just not giving me all the information, and I Perhaps. hope that the, and I hope that that is the case. I hope that there's some information that you're leaving out, but from what you've written so far, it sounds like you are angry and mad at your friend for being happy and being in a relationship. And that is just so unfair. And let me tell you, you're never going to find happiness. You're not going to meet a guy from England, let alone any other guy. If that's the way that you're moving through the world and that's the attitude that you're having is being unhappy for other people who find happiness. Yeah. I, I I do agree with Laura. I'm sorry that we're being a little mean, but I do agree with her here. Um, okay, what else does she say? So basically she said she feels like she was deceived because she thought she was just planning a costume party, but it turns out it's a costume party, party for this amazing guy from England. Okay, I can kind of understand that, but shouldn't you just be excited? Like, I mean, right. it's well, kind of weird. Why are you... Th- I, are you throwing a it's weird to throw a costume party like four right one yeah that is a little weird that's a little weird maybe but, it's kind of like the party where all the friends meet the boyfriend for the first time or maybe maybe because he's like maybe he doesn't live there maybe they're long distance he's coming to visit it's like that kind of thing i guess we, we don't have those details i guess but, i get that but then at the same time shouldn't she just 
still throw the party and be like, all right, that's cool. He's coming. I mean, even though the party's for him, it's still a party. So you should still be just excited to just throw the party. And parties are good opportunities to meet people, first of all. And also, if he's so amazing, you think he's amazing, like, cool to hang out with an amazing person. Maybe you'll become friends. You'll have a friend from England. I don't think she should be friends with this guy with her already being so jealous. I think she needs to work on her jealousy and then develop a friendship but anyway what else did she say she says yeah my friend didn't tell me about this guy before i got involved with the party thank you so much i really appreciate your podcast and she does say fyi i live a sheltered life in a small community and i've never dated so any suggestions for the situation would be much appreciated okay all right so i understand i do understand that when you live in small communities that when one thing changes whether your friends dating somebody or new people are coming into that community it can it can be really hard to deal with. I would just some, take some time. And I'm sorry if I was harsh. I'm sure you're a very nice person and a nice friend. But I would just take some time to do some self-reflection and just understand that your, that your feelings of, of jealousy are maybe not coming from the best place. Yeah, there's there's definitely no reason to end a friendship because the friend got a boyfriend. I mean, you should, unless they you that friend starts acting weird, poorly yeah. or weird or not hanging out with you anymore just, or becoming a different person. But if you haven't said any of that. Right. If you're just making that call just because you're jealous, you're you're not helping. You're not doing yourself any favors. Right. Yeah. And and no. And, that, and people are going to sense that energy and they're going to they're going to be able to pick up on your feelings of of jealousy and unhappiness. And it'll make it harder for you to find somebody to date. But if you're happy for other people, you're just going to be happier with yourself and you're going to attract other guys, maybe even a guy from England. Right. Also, just to speak to her, like the thing that she said about how she was like feeling deceived and all this stuff with the guy and the friend, like sometimes you're not entitled to all this information from other people. Like figuring out the beginning of a relationship can be complicated enough for the two people. So then making the decision of when to share the information about like that they're in a relationship and what that relationship is like that can take some time. So you're not, you're not totally as a third party entitled to all that information. Exactly. And let us know what happens. If you guys at home or in your car, wherever you're listening to this, want your questions answered, or if you've got any messages from dating apps you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website, thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is couples' costumes are spooking your boo. There is drama with Halloween costumes, whether you are single or you're in a relationship. It is hard to pick costumes. It's true. I mean, I actually always enjoyed being single on Halloween because my friends were way more down for group costumes than my boyfriend, Ian. Really? Ian's not or into like couples costumes? So he's into them. We The first Halloween we were together, we didn't do a costume together. Um, not that he was like super resistant. We just did it. And then last year we both came up with a really good idea. We were Forrest Gump and Lieutenant Dan. So that went over well. That's fun. But then this year we kept disagreeing on what we wanted to be. That's what happened to Nick and I last year. We were going to a costume party and it was movie themed. And I really wanted to be angels in the outfield because I love that movie. <laughs> right. and, well, and I picked that specifically because I knew that Nick doesn't like dressing up for Halloween. And so I thought, oh, Angels in the Outfield will be great. He can play just one of the normal baseball players and I'll play the Angel, right? So he can just all he has to do is wear an Angels baseball hat and like a baseball shirt. It'd be so easy for him. He won't even feel like he's silly or whatever the mm-hmm. reasons are he doesn't like dressing up. And then I was going to be the Angel. He didn't want to do that. He for whatever reason, he was like, "Oh, I don't even like I don't even remember that movie, blah, blah, blah. And he, but he couldn't come up with any alternatives. Like, I understand it. You don't have to agree with my ideas all the time, but then you should have an alternative idea. And then he ended up wearing like a onesie that was like that he had bought for when we went to Burning Man. And it was like a cougar or like a jaguar or like a lion. You know, those animal onesies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people kept being like, what movie are you guys? You're an angel with a baseball hat and he's a lion like a white lion and i would just like 
look at him give him like like the eye like yeah nick what movie are you gonna say we are and nick's like a documentary about lions i like like that oh i mean it would have worked better if you were both lions or something it was just we were literally the only couple at the party because this was like we went to we went up to larchmont to like a suburban couple's halloween party it was really fun but all these couples it's like their big night out and they go crazy with their costumes and they all have these amazing couples costumes we were the only couple without one which whatever it's not worth getting in a big fight over even though but we, this happens. even though we did <laughs> halloween can cause drama in relationships because people fight over this shit yeah it's also when you're single like deciding on what costume to be with your group of friends if you're doing like a big group costume can be a whole thing yeah like, I remember one year, like my friends wanted to be, um, oh, I forget what it was. I don't, I forget. It was maybe school girl, school girls or something. Anyways, they were showing like midriff and I had like, I don't know. I had gained like, I was just being stupid and self-conscious, but I gained like five pounds, whatever. I didn't want to, I didn't want to like wear some like hoochie skirt and like show my midriff at that time. Mm-hmm. And, and like, but I didn't want to say that because I was embarrassed. You know, it's hard when your friends pick like some yeah. sexy costume and if you don't feel comfortable in it or if they pick an offensive costume and do you want to be the one to call out a big group of friends and tell them that they're being offensive if they're being like a group of sexy, <laughs> yes, yes, sexy you do want to be that person. Americans. Well, I just didn't do it. I just didn't do it. But I was like, oh, this is not my, my, my battle. But also, yeah, just make sure that you're not picking an, a costume that's offensive i hate that we even have to tell that to people but then every fucking year i go to parties and there's like a sexy native american indian and let me just explain well bustle explains it best mm-hmm. since white people have a long history of systematically exterminating and driving native americans off their land it's pretty shitty to dress up as an inaccurate sexy stereotype of a native american and get wasted and uh, I could not agree yeah. with that more. I think that sometimes people don't realize that they don't put enough thought and research into what they're doing. Like, yeah, I'm like sure- remember when Julianne Huff was like, she played crazy, crazy eyes. eyes. I mean, that was blatantly, obviously. You don't do very, blackface. Very you poor choice. Fucking idiots. Yeah, there is a long history, a long offensive history there. At this point, I think that it's obvious that you should never ever do that never never if you think your costume is offensive you shouldn't do it but then sometimes you just don't know for whatever reason like i don't know growing up like i always used to wear like bindis you know like gwen stefani uh-huh. and now people you know that's offensive to indian culture it's hard to right. know well, what a little, a, a, like appropriation of appropriation so, like when when gwen stefani was doing it it was appropriation yeah but sometimes like there is a a gray line of what is celebratory of a culture and then what's offensive. And uh, I think you just need to ask questions and be smart about it. I'm actually, I'm pretty proud of my history of group costumes. I think that none of them were (laughs) offensive. I think they were were fun for the whole family. My friends and I were, uh, we were all the Charlie Brown characters one year. That's cute. I was like a sexy Linus. And I remember some guy was like, damn Linus, you cute. Which was hey hey funny. girl. Uh, we were all the Muppets one year. I was Fozzie Bear. We were all the characters from Clue. You guys are so just fun. We're just a fun bunch. And then we were we we started around the time when we started like running out of ideas. We were like, let's all be Grammy Award winners. That's fun. Which is like less less a group thing. We're all just kind of separate. We were singers. I I don't have as much of a fun history. I've done, I did like a couple's costume with my best girlfriend when I first moved to New York and I was single and I like I said we just moved to New York. So I was the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Kind of a little sexy Statue of Liberty. You know, I, right, I, right. I, it's always a little, a little I showed some cleave and then she was a tourist and she was so cute. She That's got one great. of those I love New York shirts and she had like a fanny pack and a and a camera and she was holding a map the whole time and oh god, it was such a cute little duo. But then in college we were this as like a costume i'm like humiliated by we were the pussycat dolls but not like (laughs) not like the singers like we basically just it was an excuse for us to be sexy cats cats do you even know what the i said not the singers but you said not the singers oh yeah no like the the like the dancers like the, oh right we just wore lingerie oh, it, and we were like 18 and first year in college and it was like it was just gross it was like we were we just walked around literally in lingerie you should have been josie and the pussycats because that, that would have been fun that's always been a dream 
uh, another good group costume for three friends. And I love Rachel Lake Cook. Yeah. She's great. Um, but don't fight. Oh, what are, what, really quick before we go into our, our fun game, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on being Kim Kardashian this year? Because that is oh, that's probably a, the big controversial costume of the year. Well, there's, there's some costume company that put out a costume that's Kim Kardashian being held up in a robbery. I, I get, so I, I think it makes it's like me a queasy. wig like tied up. I, I mean, you're mocking, uh, tr- no, no matter how you feel about Kim Kardashian, that was a traumatic experience that she went through. It's a little insensitive to mock it. So I would say don't. And I would agree with that. Don't be anything that makes people queasy or is a little bit offensive. And just don't be in a press culture, right? Yeah, pretty easy guidelines to follow, I think. Now let's dive into our Reason of the Week breakdown. For every great couple's costume, there's an equally great group costume. Halloween can be fun for everyone. There's no reason to fight. Whether you are in a relationship or you're single, you can have lots of fun. So we are going to name some of our favorite versions of both couple and singles costumes in a game we call Spooktacular Costumes. Or we came up with two names because we couldn't decide. Or Pumpkin Pumpkin Up Your your costume. Costume. Should we start the scary music? Let's get spooky up in here. We're going to get spooky up in here. That's a little... Is that spooky enough? Oh, yeah, I feel like I'm in a haunted house. All right, that's the way. Okay, I'm going to name a couple's version of a costume, and Angela's going to group it up. Right, so there's Classic. options for couples, options for friends. Classic couple, Sunny and Cher. Um, if you're in a group of friends, you could be Cher through the ages. I love that spin on it. It's fun. Uh, this is a couple's costume that we've seen so much. It's kind of been done but i'm sure we'll see more this right i'm sh- guarantee i will see people who are netflix and chill that's when one person is like in red and the ju- their thing just says right. netflix and then the other person's like like an ice like an oh my god whoa oh whoa. my god what's happening <laughs> then the other person's what like an ice cube or yeah i guess i was thinking more like pajamas i guess because like you're chilling but oh yeah the can- ice cube's probably more uh literal yeah you'll they'll get it They'll get it. Netflix and chill. Um, But I love my idea for group for this. You just be somebody's Netflix queue. And then one person's like orange is the new black. They can wear like orange jumpsuit and then like making a murderer another prison jumpsuit. Stranger Things is going to be a big costume this year. So like you all and then somebody's like, oh, what are you guys supposed to be? You're like, your Netflix queue. Well, people do people still have Netflix queues? Well, you do. do I I wouldn't. I. No, because I don't. I don't have a Netflix queue because I don't get them delivered. But I would say no, but like my favorite, your queue my favorite, like your favorites, like that you favorite. On- I when I think of a queue, I think of like your list of what your DVDs that you're getting sent. But I, I see what you mean. But I love the idea. I would. Oh, oh my god, it's so scary here. I would maybe phrase it as like my favorite, my Netflix favorites. Sure, your Netflix something. homepage. Yes, love that. Classic couple, the most romantic of all the ages, Romeo and Juliet. A uh, better costume for you, you and your friend, Romy and Michelle. And then the, if you have a bigger group, you'd be the other people at the reunion, like yeah. Janine Garofalo. I love that. Um, couple, Ash and Pikachu, because because uh, Pikachu's very in right now. <laughs> Uh, group costume also very in right now just be all the Pokemon there's so many of them yeah Uh, classic couple Bill and Hillary because uh, they're about to be the president and the first first man the first gentleman Uh, or group you could just all be like undecided voters also I would say going back real quick for the couple Mm -hmm. you could also be I guess like Trump and Hillary because that will be right before the election and I guarantee we're going to see a lot of couples that are Trump and Hillary but we have like Trump's everywhere enough and everywhere come on depressing um and you could be like so the group costume is undecided voters where you could just be like kind of confused and wear red and blue and maybe you're Ken Bone but also maybe you're not Ken Bone I would also say I was recently inspired another group oh my god it's so scary Another spin on this is uh, so I, I recently was in Times Square and there was like a big uh, 
flash Hillary Clinton <gasps> fundraising yeah. flash mob and everybody was in pantsuits that were different color pantsuits. I and, love that. Oh my God. It was so fun. It was like hundreds of women and, and guys in pantsuits. So I would say another spin on that could be to just you and your friends just be in different like the rainbow of pantsuits of Hillary Clinton. I love that. Thanks. Love it. All right. Uh, going down. Uh, salsa and chips is a, another classic food duo that I've seen for a couple's costume. That's fun. Uh, for a group, you could just all be junk food that will make you die. You could say you're a buffet. I love that. All right. Last one. Ooh, which one should I do for the last one? All right. Joker and Harley Quinn. Is that in right now? Yeah. Well, I think Harley Quinn's going to be a big ladies costume this, yeah. this year because of su- Suicide Squad. But you, your group could just be the entire Suicide Squad, even though the movie was bad. It's still a fun costume. Yay! Yay! All right, I'm stopping that music. It was... I know, that got real. It was really scaring me. Um, So I hope we gave you some fun costume ideas right before Halloween. Please send us your group or couples costumes that you guys do. We'll post our favorite six on Instagram on the day after Halloween. So email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Make sure you spell your correctly, Y-O-U-R-E. Um, we hope we've cleared up this week's reason. That's it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. And don't forget, for more reasons, uh, and just to laugh some more, you can check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audio book, if you would prefer to listen to us read it to you, mm-hmm. is available on Audible. Yeah, maybe we'll post our own costumes this year on our Instagram. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. If you guys want to see those. I still don't know what I'm going to be. I Here's the thing, Angela. Because we've done our sketch show so many times, I have a giant, like, three treasure chests of costumes. Right. And I, so I just feel like I can't buy another costume because we already have so many. But you but have a lot to work with. I do, but I'm going to a costume party and the theme is the 90s. And um, I really, I love that theme. It's such a fun theme. And so I really want to honor the theme and I just can't think of anything from our sketch show that I could be. I actually, when I was in high school, I went to a 90s theme suite 16 at a roller skating rink, which was a great idea. And I was Liv Tyler from In Empire Records. (gasps) Oh, one of my favorite movies ever. So I had like a blue sweater and a plaid skirt and then I had like my my, like Empire Records worker employee. Oh, that's so fun. Do you still have that costume? Can I borrow it? Um... I don't think so. Bummer. What are you going to be? Um, so Ian and I did decide on a group or sorry, a couple costume were being, uh, Paul Simon and Chevy Chase from the call me Al video. You're, you're so cool. I can't handle it. Yeah. I mean, he wants to be FDR and Eleanor Roosevelt, but I, I nixed that. See, sometimes you can't agree. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, but anyway, if you want to see pictures of what will no doubt be great costumes from both of us, you can follow us on Instagram at your single show and on Twitter at your single show or our personals. I am at Sparadactyl. And I am at the Laura Lane on Twitter. No, on Instagram. And I'm at Laura Lane underscore on Twitter. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Please like us on iTunes. It makes us happy. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. 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 That was a headgum podcast.